0: Welcome to the Bro Show Live, everybody. We have special guest, Miss Nudie, this evening. So it's going to be a good show. I'm glad you guys could all make it. I hope everybody is doing well. Welcome, Miss Nudie. Thank you for joining us very much.
1: Miss Nudie, of course, we know her from the Growing With My Fellow Growers show. She does uh, Hydro Hustlers and along a lot of other stuff. Uh, Skillbo, myself, and Spartan met her years and years ago. We've been doing this show for three years. So we met her even prior to that. So crazy, uh, man. She's the director of cultivation at Stewart Farms in in Canada up there. She's in leafly articles about being one of the best female growers in Canada. Miss <laughs> Duty is very accomplished, and we're happy to have her on the show. Uh-huh. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me. Can you guys hear me okay and see me okay?
1: We can hear you fine. Here, let's see how well we can see you. You look good. <laughs> we had a little bit of connection difficulty in the pre-show, so we uh, we had to check that stuff.
2: <laughs> this is where i have the best wi-fi right now so welcome to my bed
0: hey. <laughs> it's like the old fox viewing positions you know from family uh what was it married with children they used to have to hold the antenna and one view would be over okay. here and one person there one leg up
3: this is the intimate setting
2: <laughs> this, is, this is the evening
3: this is live <laughs> from the
0: boudoir Cheers <laughs> yeah. from one cat 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 lady to another.
3: Yeah, man. A, yeah, you got a butt in the camera over there.
4: Hey, look at that. Thing. Thing. She's
2: yeah. That's join us later. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right now, that's it looks a, like the lady a has third a third
5: if I've ever seen one.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I need a prank prehensile tail. I could get so much more done with that.
2: <laughs>
0: Red, well, what are you holding up? Sit,
2: yeah, I'm excited. So excited. I've been watching. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> me and Kilo used to be on a show together once.
0: Yeah, man. Way back in the OG days <laughs> of the Cheap Home Grow.
2: Betcha. We were OGs on that show. Mm-hmm. That's we right. On there. Uh, I don't know if we still have access to that old stuff, but Bane's podcast was the first podcast I ever did, and I was just infusing weed and barely growing weed in my kitchen or in my, so it's just such a, it's been a whirlwind. That was back in 2015 or 2000.
0: I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it me, you, and Chef of MJ that did then- that uh, three-way one before we even, that was even before we started doing Growing With My Fellow Growers. That was when it was just a three-way
2: podcast before oh
3: the three-way huh
2: yeah
0: that's, that's what you It's a three-way call man come on now just because we're streaming live from the boudoir doesn't mean we have to get all down and dirty with it Family. everybody pay attention to painted lady's tail oh now it disappears
6: he needed his moment yeah
3: sorry about that he got, it. He got his attention now he's gone this
1: yeah it's it's been really cool to see the growth uh for you personally and through the professional cultivation space and the the years that we've known you um up to being a director of cultivation now like you said you're barely growing back in the day and now uh here you are a big timer and uh we we would love to hear more about your journey of course um you guys grow with fishes you grow aquaponically which i thought was very very neat so I, i would like to cover that as well during this show
2: Yeah. Totally. Uh, Aquaponics is really good to me. I just started thinking about it once I went over to where I am right now on the East Coast. Before that, I was strictly doing hydroponics and salt.
0: Hydro hustlers.
2: That's right. So now
3: with the aquaponics, is it all organic or is there still like a, a, I don't know, like an input that you might not consider organic that you use? completely
2: all omni approved organic living soil with fish waste like r and basically we don't use the aquaponics for everything right now and we're doing dual ro- root zones
4: nice. so,
2: um, it's like we're trying to gear up for when we go into we're in phase one right now so we have a phase two planned and then phase three would be our ver- a vertical grow operation in our larger space with full aquaponics but right now in our smaller space which is about 10,000 square feet we are just running the r&d part so we got to dial it in before we upscale you know
1: absolutely you can't commit to the cost without uh making sure that you've got a method that's going to work and all of that sort of stuff
2: so right now the are lo- a lot like pets
3: I like PEX. I was just used PEX for the first time myself to fix up my water pipes in my house. I love that shit now.
2: I saw them. I saw those pipes. <laughs>
7: and especially for burying them. You know what I'm uh, talking about. <laughs> you know, if you're in a cold area, uh, those pipes expand a little bit, whereas PVC is just going to bust, right? So you might, uh, you might uh, find some benefit there if you're here in Michigan or the great white north. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh where I came from out west. It was a lot colder out there than it is out here, which is, well, yeah, we have, I even got some stuff in my storage. Oh, Everyone's always excited to see the fish. And so we let people feed the fish and <laughs> the fish, the fish, the fish are friendly. They know who <laughs> I am there. You can see it. Yeah, now, they
3: do. Do the fish live there the whole time or are they harvested at any time or are they producing food as well or what are they doing?
2: They've gone past the point of where they're um, consumable. Uh, you can still consume them, but they're not sellable because they're just too big. But um, they're too mature, I guess. Um, but Damn,
0: we'll... look at that. You want bubbles? Two years you got a... bubble.
2: Yeah, that's the poop. That's the stuff I use. I get covered in fish shit quite a bit.
1: Fish shit smells terrible, too, by the way.
2: Just coming into that room. All
3: those microbes, though, is building a good immune system for you.
2: Yeah. They are... They are... Um, I don't know. We're, we're just a preliminary R&D that I'm seeing. Uh, the plants that we are using the fish shit on is... Uh, it's like we're seeing it as more of a resistancy coating or like something that's helping protect the plant's root zone from um, like nutrient toxicity for example and you know some of the the ammonias are being turned into nitrate so that the plants can absorb it uh you know it's just it's not like a we're not treating it like as a food i guess but more of like a microbiome to to add to to the living soil biome that's already in
3: like a microbe product you're you're, like you're adding
2: Uh, microbes by, I guess, like uh, microbial mass, or if you think of it like that, or um, like fish, there's an actual product called fish shit. <laughs>
3: yeah, yep. Yeah, I like that product too.
2: Yeah, that's like that. So, like, where we could um, eventually produce something that would be able to help other people or be a sellable product.
3: Now, is that facility the same place you're doing that massive phenol hunt, or is that a different facility?
2: We're running a lot of different. Like we have three scientists on staff there, so I don't pretend to know or be all of everything in there, especially the science part. I'm more of the assistant. Hi, <laughs> um, together. I have one scientist right on my team right now, and so um, we are able to design different different things that we want to know about. Right now, we're running um, a, a couple of different uh, studies on two different living soils and then also um the effect of our fish waste with the fish getting different diets um and then also against the two different soils so water or just h2o versus like feeding it every single day with fish waste
3: right oh, i was all in the same cultivar too
2: yeah those are nice it's our most guile cool. oh we chose her she's very stress resistant I, the Groot plant the the plant that i have in the Groot pot is a dosy cake and she's already in week four and no deficiencies like and so like that's a stable fucking genetic because <laughs> that's be yeah.
3: that's a small ass little fucking i'm surprised you don't have any deficiencies yet
2: they just like the rest of them
1: nice nice it's crazy I've always loved the challenge of putting a big plant in a tiny pot like that, and trying to, or like the growers that'll run them in solo cups or even smaller shot glasses. That painted lady,
0: she's our our proven resident. She's the solo cup grower, and then she's got those monsters. She just showed off in the late session. Those, what are those three gallons, painted lady?
6: Yep, but they're about to be potted up, skillball. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we'll get it to her. And Ms. Nudie, I love your baby Groot mascot that you put everywhere. I think that is so funny. It makes me laugh. Yeah.
2: So the well yeah, you know, since I got there, every monocrop that we run, and this is still considered a monocrop. We're still gonna sell it after. Um I use a Groot. <laughs> so the group gets reused, rewashed, reset, relive. <laughs>
6: I like it. It's cute.
2: It's very very reflective of us as a team. Um, so the place like that I run is, like I said, 10,000 square feet. And then I only have really one other person under me who is like my right hand. Um, and so we have, you know, 3,000 plants between two and a half cultivars, basically. And I can't be there full time because I'm also like full time sales and marketing now and like full time post harvest, full time... Um, sanitation full-time, you know, just everything else. So um, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like, I enjoy the chaos quite a bit. And so not just that farm, but I also direct and power out um, three micro-cultivation facilities in the province next door in Nova Scotia. So I travel there now quite a bit to... Um, what,
1: what does that mean as far as Canadian law goes? What are those facilities, like the size, the plant count, that type of deal
2: um, so those facilities 1,000 square feet um, of canopy space. And so um, the reason we're working with the, these micro facilities is because as a licensed producer, we can um, cultivate and um, uh, package, manufacture, and sell everything ourselves. But they make it a lot more difficult for a micro cultivation facility to do those things. And so really they have to reach out to licensed producers to get help to sell their product. And so most places will do that but it's almost like an acquisition or it's like a rebranding. And so they take it and then it's like a white label product they can rebrand into their own big factory name. Like you guys all know what they do out there. It's the same kind of thing out here. So what we're doing is instead of doing that we're working with these three micro and we want more too, we're building like a community Um, So they get to brand their own stuff, but we're helping do it. So we'll have a small little label that says like powered by Stewart Farms, but it is grown and cultivated and sold in their, in their local province. That's cool. Rather than just the big guys.
3: I like that. I like that everybody gets credit you know on it that's cool i like to have the grower credit and then the processor credit i think everybody should have credit for their work if they put work into it and one, one way shape or form i think that's great that uh that they can have their mark on the on the package at least so that
2: yeah, you know they can... other than just like paying for a service or whatever and then not even getting any end. <laughs>
3: It's just that I think it matters so much more in this industry because I'm, I'm I'm sure Canada is similar, but it may be worse. But there is really restrictive on the advertising of any products when it comes to cannabis. So to be able to at least get maybe your logo or or some kind of credit on that—that's that's like almost sometimes the only marketing we'll say you can even participate in in some markets.
2: Yeah, like when these micro facilities um like sign up with Tanner sign up with us they're not just getting like our processing services and our and his sales services but they're getting my marketing services and our marketing services and like we've made stickers for them I did a full tour around Cape Breton's trying to sell their weed to their province you know like it's like a full-on team effort you know um and we just want to build a bigger community of that and it's I didn't think that was possible in cannabis with the industry coming from out west and actually it is out here for sure more people are i don't know if it's more desperation because there's less money out here and so people are more forced to work together and then realize that hey this can actually work or it's just a different environment out here but it's working because i don't just see it with us i see it all over
3: That's cool. It's cool when people can work together. That's always cool. You um, don't have to work against each other. It's a win-win situation, it sounds like. So I don't understand why you wouldn't want to want yeah. to do that.
0: Well, there's so many costs that you have to, you know, you're marketing things and there's testing and there's transportation and everything else. And and it really quickly becomes a business. And, you know, everybody just wants to see that ROI, that return on investment, wherever they're at in the the, the link up on it. I, mean, I think you can find
1: it right by doing the teamwork thing. Still, it might not be the same investment as crushing all the smaller companies and buying them out or whatever, but uh, the real gateway, yeah, you can still make it work, and uh, that works really, really well.
6: So, Uninter- Miss so for the people that don't really may not recognize you or may not know you yet, I mean, we all do, and of course, we're stoked to have you on here. But can you tell us a little bit about how you got it started? growing and your background and, you know, a little bit more about that. So Mm -hmm. everybody would be stoked to hear about it, I think.
2: Um, So I guess I just alluded to it a little bit earlier. I got started at home in 2016, um, growing my own cannabis because I had already been growing um, other plants and outdoor vegetables and fruits and trees and like just my whole life growing. Um, got sick I'm giving you guys a short version (laughs) okay couldn't afford to buy weed because it's so fucking expensive super illegal still Um, very very like difficult decision for me because I've been sober from drugs and alcohol for 10 years and so when I got sick five years into my or you know four four years I guess into my sobriety um, it was I had created a whole new support system that was basically ready to um, break up with me if I started smoking weed. And so that's what happened. I got so desperate that I started smoking weed and lost that community and then basically had to rebuild a new community, which I did, um, a weedy community, which is now like my people in my community. So it's like, you know, you go through things for a reason or the universe clears the path for a reason. Like make room for all this new stuff but that's pretty much what happened and I was um, just growing weed in my craft room Um, I was domesticated I was a social worker in the city of Edmonton pretty unhappy burnt out doing that for like 10 years and you know weed was still illegal and taboo so I wasn't talking about it with anyone besides this new kind of community that I had built and um, and a couple friends at work and then I just got the idea to like I don't even I I don't even know I just like decided to quit my job and jump into the cannabis industry because it was becoming legal in 2018 so in 2018 in June I quit my job as a social worker and went back to school to this like horticulture school real quick to do a six-month cannabis course to get me in the door because all I had was like a social work background, (laughs) which I didn't think at the time was very transferable, but it totally is. Um, And I really didn't need to go to school because I, like, I I learned a lot at that school in the way that they gave me tons of resources that I got to access and extra reading and stuff. But in the way that I thought I needed it to get my foot in the door, I didn't, I just had to get in, which I did, and um, work really hard. And uh like show them what I could do because the first place I went to like although people were really nice and like you know you got to go to work I had a different kind of hustle I guess and not in a in a aggressive way but in a soft and gentle way I somehow managed to hustle my way in and through um three different licensed facilities um working my way through and I I strongly Think that I really think that's from like all the skills I learned as a social worker because the cannabis industry is very similar in the way that it's like high crisis high stress um, you know there's mental illness everywhere in the factories where you work um, like I'm it's just the, I managed caseloads of thousands when I was a social worker and now that's why I can manage 3,000 different plants in a system you know because I have kind of skill set so it's like I learned that along the way um, that I had all these skills already I guess it's just the cultivating part right Um, and so now here we are in 2022 and I was headhunted to come out here as the director of cultivation and it's really it's only been um, not even four years so I gave myself I think I gave myself seven years to get from grunt to head grower they call it master grower out here in Canada that's the health Canada title I gave myself that that amount of time to get there and I achieved my goals in less than three years so awesome congrats <laughs> that is so cool a lot of hard work I never took a weekend off I didn't take a holiday off I worked 12 to 14 hours a day sometimes I did cultivation i did irrigation i did maintenance i did i was fucking turning boilers off and on on the weekends i was learning anything and everything that everyone didn't want to do mostly and so because of that i got to learn the entire facility most places and just kind of wiggle my way around and up without sucking any dicks
7: (laughs) (laughs) Just, just swimming with the fishies and i want to know how you you ended up there did you uh you know did you is that something you chose or is that something that the facility was all already like you know wanted to run with or
2: they were already doing it um that was my only hesitation and also real big excitement to come over was the fact that I was just starting to learn organics and like um I mean I've done organics really blindly outside I guess like growing vegetables and things like that but I was reaching out to like Spartan and um, Brandon and like my mentors from growing with the fellow growers and like they were teaching me about organics two years ago, you know, so like that's when I started basically so I was a little bit nervous to come over and do like real living soil I had kind of dabbled in organics at the last place I was in but it was still very um, hydro uh, themed, you know, It was still very input like organic inputs but in a hydroponic fashion. Um, And so this was like working with real living soil where it's like your inputs have to be pretty, like, and Brandon is still working with me, like through soil analysis and trying to help me because I, I'm still constantly learning.
0: (laughs) Shout out (laughs) Uh, to Brandon Rust.
2: So aquaponics is probably, yeah, probably the least of what I know right now. And that's um, something that I'll get into and hustle probably at the end of this year. Right now I'm working on so much with the living soil. I'm newly taking the Gandhi course as well um yeah that's awesome and so i'm i'm just like i'm maxed out on my learning capabilities right now
6: (laughs) i bet your brain's got to be fried
2: it's like i got a lot one other
3: person you could reach out to on aquaponics (laughs) specifically would be steve reisner aquaponics steve he's he's really knowledgeable on that kind of stuff specifically for cannabis too
2: yeah, I, I reached out to him at the beginning because he is a friend of Tanner's, actually, who's my boss, the CEO. of. Sierra. Oh, cool. And there was actually, uh, we helped, or I helped Tanner with uh, uh, our aquaponics presentation that we did, that he did for that. Um, I think it was back in.
3: The the, the, the virtual aquaponics conference yeah. that he's
2: done? Yeah, cool. I have a bit of a connection. Now, he probably doesn't know who I am, but um yeah like I have that bit of a connection so I have thought about I do want to take that course and I do want to like reach out to him I just like I said like I'm maxed out with my learning capabilities right now but yeah he's on my list for end of 2022-23 aquaponics newts that's that's that that's the goal for that that's what I'm going to hustle on next
1: I love that you'll just take as much stuff as you can pile on your plate and learn everything you can learn Like you said, especially learn the stuff that other people don't want to learn, and that that is a quick way to get because
0: she's self driven. That's why. Yeah. I mean, you set those hard goals for yourself, and then when you crush it, you don't sit on your your laurels. You're like, Okay, cool, I got more time to fucking focus on this, that, and the other.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like I'm addicted to goals, like crushing goals. That's a I don't know how else to put it, but it's like self development has been my thing for the last ten years, basically since I got sober. It's just like I quit drinking, I quit doing drugs, I quit smoking cigarettes, I quit using food as a, a thing. I quit like so it's just like I just constantly am working on myself and there's just always more things I can work on. You just never run out of things. And so if you if you're not busy, you're stagnant.
6: Exactly. No what's that saying? That's Nobody true. ever was successful by not working hard. So Thank Congrats you. to you for working your ass off and achieving your goals way ahead of time, and showing the thank industry that it can be done.
2: So, thank kudos.
6: You. My other thing,
2: dick. I want to do everything with like a very hard, kind hand. Like I'm very kind fisted. You know, like I just want to like replace all the brads in the industry with like all nice guys. You know, like you could. I just want to prove to to this industry that you can still be a badass bitch and get things done and not be a cunt, you know? It's yeah.
0: called an iron fist in a velvet glove.
2: There you go. That yeah. sounds
6: nice, Gobo
2: That's that's le- really cool in this industry is to learn everything and anything I can. Like just like I say in every place, like as soon as I stop learning, or as soon as it's not win-win, I am there for a different reason and I'm out. And so sure. It's just I wanna just keep boffing around and learning stuff and teaching, mentoring just as much as I can, anyways.
0: Well, the incredible networking that you've gotta be able to do now also has to scratch that itch of the old social worker and networking and you know, oh. making connections and hookups.
2: It's like combining two worlds right now. Like, um, for example, actually. At Stewart Farms, we um, when I got there, they were already doing this. There we were. We work with the vocational center in Saint Stephen, so we have 17. I think it's 17 um, underemployed individuals uh, that come. Some of them come to our to our facility and they put stickers on stuff and like um, put boxes together. Or they have a place where they do like you know um, job mentoring and job coaching and stuff. And they have people that. that uh, maybe don't have the capabilities to come to our facility, but we bring our boxes to them and they'll put them together. Um, so it's like combining that social work piece and the industry, which I'd never, ever, ever would have thought that could have been possible. Like never, ever in my life would have thought that those two worlds could have, could be combined like they are. So coming into the facility and seeing some of these guys and like, I see them on the streets now and they're like, Hey, this is my friend, Genevieve and, you know, just like high fives and like, it does a whole new thing to the vibe in the facility to the people that are already working there and to the plants. Cause I have we've them, all, like I've had them like help us with room setups and stuff like that.
1: We've always seen your contagious enthusiasm for growing and everything associated with growing. So it's not surprising to see that you've built a community of people and, uh, especially other uh, women growers. Cause there's not a lot of head women growers out there in the cannabis industry. There's not, you're really paving the way in a way for yourself. And it's, it's been really amazing to see. And also not surprising to see at the same time from all of us that have known you for so long.
2: Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's like a huge compliment. I, um, I want to be one of those women now before I was like crying about it because I couldn't find a woman to look up to in this industry or no, none of them would even look twice at me, you know, like, and not that I'm like reaching out for anyone. Cause I'm an independent woman and I don't need anyone, but like the women that I have reached out to, I get I like a cultural, right? Like I'm not included and that's cool. And that's fine. Because now I want to be that person that I'm like, so inclusive that I want right. to- woman not just women but like if you're a kind-hearted man that's getting pushed down in this industry like fucking reach out to me and let me help you and I can help give you some tips or you know just different things or like that's just my jam you know is that I already am a counselor in my background and so I can help my peers and that's another piece of why I'm here so the women that I noticed that are you know have that hustle or have that magic I will pull them into cultivation and I've done that with somebody recently at work um that she she was kind of in sanitation and doing manufacturing but showed like a really keen interest in um in uh cultivation and so yeah I pulled her in and she's like one of the best waterers I have now and now she's in the weekend schedule you get good at watering you get on my weekend schedule (laughs) So um, it's just been really cool being able to mentor people. And I didn't think I would be able to have that kind of like, you know, be able to do like fill my heart. Like I I can at work. still. Yeah.
0: That's That's a cool article right there.
2: Thank you, man. Yeah. Congrats on all the accolades on
6: Leafly and doing all your speaking and everything, your speaking engagements and stuff. I mean, it's people like you that we want representing, us as females in the industry and and not to separate us from anybody else just because we're female and and growers obviously tara is a great grower out at freedom green too and you know there's just not a lot of us it would just be great to have more people so it's awesome to hear that you're bringing people in that you you know see capability in and and i i just love that so thanks for speaking up and you know being one that doesn't suck dicks to get where you are and have to pose in a fucking bikini with an HLG light, <laughs> you know, so, you know, cause that seems to be all we ever fucking see. So exactly, congrats and hats off to you. Much love.
1: Yeah. And I'm glad you're not viewing everyone else's competition. You know, you're helping bring everyone up rather than what you kind of experienced as you were trying to do the same journey. So that's, that's a big
0: deal. Dude, there's just so much room at the table. And you know, we, you talked about coming over from a different community that you got shunned because you used cannabis. And I think to myself, man, that's a fucking shame. But it, it reminds me because I live in a bubble now. And so, you know, when I think of like other programs, I'm not even gonna go into it, but cannabis has always been welcoming. And I think that's one of the things that led Sequence and I to fucking start this show. That's what led uh you and I miss nudie to get things going over on cheap home grow in the very beginning. And it's just about tapping into things. So, you know, it's kind of like being a switchboard operator, the old timey kind where there's lady sitting there with the old timey earphones on and She's got all the wires and she's just plugging things in. That's a lot of things is like it, resource management has become like a really bad term. When you start thinking about like your, your people that are part of the team as resources, but they really are. know and you have to cultivate those just like you're trying to cultivate you know award-winning gardens and um you know i think it's contagious with you so good shit
2: thank you yes i um agree i couldn't agree more i used i've been like i said this is i guess my fifth spot and so the biggest thing that i've noticed coming from place to place to place is the head grower, the master grower, there's a huge disconnect between him, him and the rest of everyone else that's cultivating the plants. Um, And so like a super big lack of communication, a lack of just like being a part of the team, like just like almost a lack of care, right? And people sense that the plants sense that if you got fish, I'm sure they'd sense it. So the, the things that I like to do when I am in the facility, which is pretty much every day, is go in there and touch base with all the people first and then, you know, make sure everyone has the right vibe for the day and then go and check in with all the plants and make sure the plants have all the right vibe for the day. And so that like simple 20 minutes or whatever in the morning that maybe someone doesn't want to do can like really go a long way in building relationships with people that will create just a better atmosphere and like those people will want to work harder for you they'll want to do good they'll want to like oh my that's my ross like right there like you treat people like gold Ooh, that
0: was aggressive wasn't it
2: they will work hard for you you,
6: you know what? we were that. just talking tara and i and sequence and nut tree we just talking about that this morning at brunch Literally just talking about how how important it is to when you are an owner of a facility or head cultivator is, you know, it, it really is about loyalty. And to establish loyalty, you have to treat your people well. And the plants will know when things aren't right and people aren't happy. I totally agree. And um yeah, I could I mean that's exactly what we were talking about today is that's so important to have that uh, relationship with the people that work there too. And, you know, just you okay. and your plants, even at home, you know, us home growers, I think the same thing, you know, you can't just go in there and w- throw water on them and say, bye dudes, you know, <laughs> so.
7: <laughs> Anybody else feel like this video that's playing right now or was just playing was like a hospital for weed plants. That looked amazing. Stat. You're <laughs> them around yeah. on
5: the weed journey
3: it's like nice and clean in there for sure it looks good yeah
2: oh yeah like those things are loved like half those people don't work in cultivation they're just like can we come in and look at your plants yeah they're coming because they know they can come in and they can learn stuff and they can smell things and like you just like you wouldn't be able to do that at any of the other facilities that i've been at and not to say that's bad or wrong but that's just not how i do things I'm just like, I have an open door policy. <laughs> unless I unless don't like your vibe, please come in and see the plants and I'll show you around. We've what's got like- some
1: facilities here in Michigan where the uh, owners of the place brag about not consuming cannabis. Uh, it's nice to see you have people that are really passionate about what's actually going on there, enjoying the plants and all of that stuff. Smelling it's like,
0: like a, that. a chef that doesn't eat those sequins. Right.
6: Strange. What size pots were those that, that you're running in the in the facility right now they look pretty big because you're doing soil right
2: flower pots are four gallons Our okay or the big ones are 10 gallons
6: okay cool yeah. Well they look great everything it looked like those were starting to fade out and look starting to look beautiful some of those ones where you were showing a little bit before and what yeah. strains are you
2: what's your favorite strain that you're growing right now like we're in the we're right at the end scaled it down from 140 phenols to 60 which has been blood sweat and tears and that's what this video is it's that whole hunt we did two different rooms to hold all those cultivars um wow. my favorite strain is daily grape fucking out of this world it's um background is uh Sunday driver and shit. my favorite strain. I don't know what the other part is offhand. Something grapey. Sounds great. Maybe. I don't know. It's OG stuff. We get all our genetics. 70% of our genetics are from Humboldt County. They're from Kevin Jodry. Um, He is one of the board members for uh, Stewart Farms. He's an affiliate and a good friend of Tanner's. And so that was a big reason why I came down to Stewart Farms was Tanner was like, "Do you want to come be the director of cultivation?" And then was like, "Kevin Jodry will be your mentor." (laughs) And so I was like, "Yep, coming." Yeah, how do you turn that down? He's been. I've been working with him. I do mentoring sessions with him every since we sit down and have a good Zoom and go through like not just like organics and plant shit, but like more so with him, it's about like you're a badass bitch and you can do this. Don't the haters can fuck up. Like, you know, like, he's just really good at mentoring me mentally when I get really, like, in my head about things. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, we have some really good, like, it's about communicating. And, like, he helps me be a good leader, basically, and a good teacher. And he's part of that whole Ganjir program that you're doing, isn't he? He's a co-founder, so. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, of course. I'm just starting it out right now. On the first two units of it and then the the best part is is the final exam is in actually humble so i get to go out to california for a week and hell yeah that'll
6: be awesome
2: for october when i'm done all the online stuff um and then i'll be a certified gong <laughs> that's really cool it is it'll be very nice because then people you know what that means that means that people will send me their weed, and sometimes they'll pay me to do this with money and weed, and then I have to just give them my certified Goggia. Tasting notes, essentially, <laughs> isn't it? Kind of. You're like a sommelier for weed. I think that's yes. awesome. It's basically what it is it's uh just even in more depth actually than i thought when i started going through the units like they really lead you through like like i just finished a course from frenchy cannoli like teaching you how to the whole history of hash and like from like the very get-go like this it's just so thorough um about the history of cannabis of all the types of cannabis and then i'll be getting into cultivation of cannabis botany of cannabis with mel frank like just like cool cool stuff um and then eventually uh the ending units where it's like production related stuff which is like american very american because it is american but i want to learn that stuff because that is where canada is getting its like ideas from (laughs) so right um,
6: (laughs) what do you think is the future of uh cannabis in canada what's going on up there what do you think uh it's, I mean, is it getting better or worse? Uh,
2: you know, it's it's crazy and chaotic only because there's it's province to province, it's so different. So like you have to get into cannabis. The licensing, you have to get federally licensed. Um, so you'll get a license to grow cannabis. Um, and then to sell cannabis is completely different so you have to basically get into each province province by province so you have to find a way to sell your product to to the the keepers of the province which is the government basically and each province has different set of rules for what they need for you to get in and not all provinces allow cannabis so trying to manage and learn the legality and the health canada regulations and it's it's a whole i've already taken a class on it and i still barely understand it because it changes too so it's it's been quite i I bet that's a
1: lot of people's full-time job is to to sort all that out and try to get you guys into the other markets
2: yeah like it it sounds a
1: lot like what we're dealing with here as far as different counties and
2: stuff yeah
1: Yeah, that's what i was
3: thinking
2: Or, or we have like one lady doing like all that stuff you know like it's great like
3: compliance officer, <laughs>
2: <laughs> officer yeah i basically but as far as like canadian cannabis i feel like we'll just be following behind the states like california michigan you know all the places that are already doing it well i guess that's how canada's been doing it so i don't really see any sort of differences shaking out um i actually I- I don't staying in Canada. As soon as the states get federally legal, watch out. I'm coming down there.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, we'd love to have
3: you. You come can, on down. Uh, Somali Girl, AR stuff. To- yeah. Come on down. <laughs> hey, I got a question just in my head. Did you notice <laughs> you a difference in the market between uh West Coast and East Coast of Canada? Like did the market have a change in taste for were there some strains that were popular? on in, on the west coast that I didn't really transfer on the east, or is it pretty much they just were looking for weed? And it doesn't really matter.
2: You no, get to actually, pick. The same across Canada, because they, most LPs right at the beginning of uh, the industry didn't have very many genetics. Like, literally, there was five. And so now there's way more than that. But the only way you can bring into new genetics, so like places like Sundial that have been around since 2018 or whatever, can't legally bring in new genetics unless they uh, work with a micro facility that's new and hasn't got their license yet. They can bring in new genetics and somehow get them to Sundial, or Sundial can buy genetics from places like us, which they do. And that's how they get, like, we have one of the biggest genetic libraries in Canada. And so through basically Kevin, he's brought in these California genetics into Canada, two of which are cuts like, um, so they are l- legit. California cuts that we were able to bring into Canada and now are able to sell to other licensed producers. So we have a few that we sell to other licensed producers, but then other LPs get their hands on these and then everybody has the same thing. So from East to West, it's just whoever's selling those genetics. So the most popular genetic lab in Canada right now is Mother Lab. And so they're doing plant tissue culture. They have a fantastic service out there. It's in Saskatchewan, actually. But they are the ones that are, I would say, primarily pumping genetics into Canada right now. Is That's where most, at the at least the two out of four places that I was at were buying their genetics from mother labs. And so they only have what they have, right? And I know of some of the right. stuff that they have, the places that I used to work. And so I have that knowledge now coming into my place and going wow like we have way better genetics like sorry mother labs but what we do it's just a matter of copying those
0: <laughs> see that's our greatest fear <laughs> is that the the bringing together of all of these things and the there's so many strains out there but you, you're saying you have to deal with like one place and so there becomes like a real bottleneck and as far as from like a patient standpoint it can become a lot harder when you have a lot less options and uh, bullets in the chamber so to say and-
2: for recreational if you're a medical patient in canada canada's forgotten about you basically or it's like it's not you know the cbd it's like almost it's gotten worse like you can't find it anywhere anymore because it doesn't sell like 33 percent thc does so we're seeing a lot of that too medical is given the like that's where the shit weed goes i mean i can't say that for sure but that's things that i've heard
1: now that you've uh, brought up cbd would you like to talk about your bath bombs i was googling that stuff on the uh on your page here and those got cbd and thc as well in there so you guys are obviously still trying to stay in the uh, market of delivering medicine to people as far as cbd goes
2: bath products, the best topicals on the Canadian market Um, and that is where we have our name is my landlord, (laughs) my bestie. She is the designer, the creator, the recipe maker, product developer of all of these products and um, she has like a full background in herbal medicine and uh, she was already making stuff without the weed before uh, she came to Stewart Farms and so adding the weed was just the the kicker like these things are already medicinal because of the terpene profiles and the science that goes into them without the weed so adding the weed just makes it extra but they are also the most potent topicals on the market in canada for the price and for the size so bath bombs uh, some of them have 100 milligrams and 100 well, 100 of thc and 100 of cbd are right? that would be the highest and then we have different selection of bath salts. So we just um, came out with a seaweed OG, which is a beautiful bath salt. It's like eucalyptus. Um, we use real seaweed from the Bay of Fundy, which is the Atlantic Ocean right out my back door. Um, cool. Use a lot of local products. Um, everything is sustainable at Stewart Farms. All our packaging is biodegradable, including the plastic that goes around the bath bomb. Um, including our dupe tubes, those are all tubes that biodegrade in 80 days. They're compostable combustible <laughs> Compostible. Um, Yeah, there's they're doing big things. So right now, as I build the weed part or the flower part of sewer Farms, the the topicals and the bath bombs are funding all of our our projects. So.
6: Well, that is right up me and Spartans' alley. I think I can speak for you, Spartan, because I've seen your posts from the bathtub before. <laughs> That's one of my favorite that. things on earth is a bath bomb. Meep.
8: How so is that? I, have, older I kids haven't kids. had a
3: bath. I haven't had a bath bomb. I can't say I, I am what? still a bath. I am still a bath bomb virgin. I just oh. do the traditional bath with. Fucking
7: Dude,
6: soap. You, you're missing. Whoa! Out.
3: You don't even use salts, bro. I use
0: Epsom. What are you even
5: doing,
7: right? He hasn't felt the sweet <laughs> bubbles had yeah, no bubbles, no little are rubber ducky.
6: What is smalls? happening here? No is bubbles between the chicks. Your duck needs a, a ride, Spartan. So you need to get one of Miss Nudie's.
3: Uh, I need to get a bigger bathhouse. tub, is what I need. I need to get a tub that I can stretch out in, is what I fucking need. Well,
6: same. One of those
3: six foot
0: long tubs, man. That I'm so that. jealous of your
6: tub, Genevieve. Holy crap. That thing is
2: the shit. What? What?
0: The, the, most hours. of the panel knows the pain on that.
2: Hey, I'm just gonna show up on his doorstep with some bath products.
0: Don't forget the beard oil. He would like that. He I'll really take. I'll
3: take. Yeah, I'll take both of those. Both of those are excellent.
0: CBD beer, beard oil, man.
3: Dinner's on me. Deal.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
5: cad, you. You know, I'm looking around and I'm feeling left out of this tall conversation.
0: I, think I, Good right. I said most of the panel, Red. Most, I didn't most single
5: you out.
1: I'm glad that you look up to me somehow, Red. Look up
5: exactly. to you all, as a matter of fact. The other.
0: <laughs> uh, Sir Dirty says, will a bath bomb clog a jacuzzi? Sure. I don't know how you would no, ever get it out of there once you put it in there. <laughs> you drain that Resolve. beast. Here, yeah, here's a dissolved. tub
1: that's very close, yeah. They just—they yeah. look, they look very clean.
6: Okay. That thing is the shit.
3: That I is an amazing it. fucking tub.
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah you know, that on the back, gargoyle, so sexy.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> was that a
6: coffee bean in that one? Oh
2: Thank man. <laughs> Those are the new bath bombs that are coming out in the spring. Kai's Coffee, to align with the drink we chose from the pheno Hunt, Kai's Coffee was one of our top Fino's. Um, and so she's doing a bath bomb. Oh, it's glorious. I never thought I'd like to soak in a bath full of smelling like dark roast, but it's pretty wicked.
6: That is right up my alley. If I could do that, holy shit. That's
2: it they it and was like, the bath bomb goes in, because I do all the product research. So, the bath bomb goes in, and then in like 10 seconds, you get the little bloop, bloop, and it's the coffee beans. And the, I got to get that on video because it just drives me wild. Like, I'm just, it's a riot.
5: I'm That's glad you told me they were coffee beans, and I would have never, you never guessed. You well, you know, I'm seeing that little thing. I'm thinking, Ooh, I relax too much. Rats, <laughs> Let my hair down rats. not we're too much. I'm not sure what these, what these little brown pellets are. So, I'm, thank you for educating me. And Ladies, that, don't. don't-
6: on a bath fart. Salts. only you guys do, yeah. You totally. always lose. Always oh,
3: you lose. just ruined it for now. That's gonna be in her, her image in
7: her head I every save time. No from now.
6: Can I <laughs>
5: save it that, for the please? bubble bath.
4: Jeez, so,
7: little known fact I too like baths and hot tubs, although I've never taken a hot tub with a bath bomb or anything. But I'm a big fan of bath salts, and there's a specific type of bath salt or brand, I should say, come from overseas. It, it comes from Hawaii, so cordo, sort of, <laughs> um, but it's just they're very expensive, so I don't get to order them very often, you know. But um, when I do, uh, the scents are amazing, and you know whatever like benefits they claim that you know that's going to help you relax or whatever, those are cool too. But my favorite part, and maybe this is childish of me, but if you couldn't tell from the color on my wall behind me, I like color. And one of the things about these bath salts is they use color in them definitely not food grade coloring because that will dye your skin but like the perfume perfume grade or whatever um i think it's called ladies help me it's the uh uh, the stuff to color the water yeah 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 it's cosmetic grade that's the word cosmetic grade uh coloring and pigments and it didn't look from the videos like you use those but can i request that you start using those because it makes it such a great experience (laughs) on top of the smells and the
0: thc the colored water
7: yeah pink. man it's like sw- look at him swimming, like this it. beautiful green or you know purple water or, like pink or something you know i'm in He's I'm, a-
3: I'm in damn you i'm in it
7: sounds bathtub? like a
5: great night well i mean we need a plug for the bathroom
3: <laughs> yeah. to work of I'm course not, i'm not paying extra for that it's red, i'll pay extra a, for it, it. Red, you yeah, need a
0: dude. ghetto plug red <laughs> is, plug. is to just I, grab a garbage bag and start stuffing <laughs> it in the dishwasher i already gotta pay style. extra for
5: the mushrooms i might as well pop a couple caps and then uh uh, smoke a doobie and that sounds like a great time
3: yeah dude just do that you can get all the colors you want
5: oh yeah
2: mm-hmm. noted
5: okay but don't <laughs> use food coloring right
1: yes don't do that no. apparently the dudes really would like colored water so now if <laughs> I want to turn or...
5: myself green then I could use food coloring
1: Yes. It's... how did I know he was okay. going to okay. say that See? okay, okay.
4: Like
1: noted yeah. noted Becca, write that down. And just
5: so, do like- it,
7: Red, you know, can I just, just make a recommendation for you? Uh, from experience, just use Kool-Aid. It smells great, and it colors your bathwater. And it <laughs> Ooh, also and brings it. all the ants to the yard. Yeah, yeah. dude. And I,
3: don't like, care. I can don't just, like, the sit in there with a ladle,
7: don't don't and just, sugar. like,
5: <laughs> basically <That's drink>. sugar, <laughs> Drink the
1: punch. Sharkleberry you know?
0: fin. And you if you add drink. sugar,
1: you'll get a yeast
0: infection.
5: Okay. I don't have to worry about drinking the punch. I can just bathe in the punch and then get on the bus.
7: You. welcome
0: to the late sex. yes sir <laughs> we are four minutes from hash time this would be the time for everybody to go find all their accoutrements gather those up and get ready I
7: need Chad to help me out black cherry go. garlic batter OPP live resin or
3: Han Solo burger live resin which one you first? down with OPP, black cherry. Yeah, you I OPP. if
0: I was me I would try the middle one because that's the only one I haven't tried OPP Oh. which stands for what in this instance not in the other
2: old people hmm. problems
0: he mentioned it on the show we other uh, people's interview,
1: plants interview we did i don't remember
2: in Canada, big
1: other... house og
3: sunday driver that's my favorite damn sunday show time. off flexing Traffic truffle oh that lemon no that lemon slushy i think's my favorite
8: that sounds' good. We're super good but Then
3: the Sunday driver, and then you mix the two together and that's fucking heaven.:
8: That was good.: That
6: lemon slushy sounds amazing. It'd be right
0: fucked up. You, you, you know, I, I just realized like we're talking about dabs and it's coming up on hash time and it's almost 10 o'clock. so where the hell is baked Pone this evening?
6: I was wondering that too, Scobo.
0: What the fuck man? He's missing oh, out on know, his
6: duty. He's
0: taking a yeah, nap, nap That's the best one though, Clementine, still the best.
1: Now that Spartan retired, Baye has to work a little harder. So he's going oh. right, what
3: <laughs> to go in at six a.m. now. He's, that is the case. That is, he did uh, tell uh, me that. He did so tell funny. me. He says, "I come home exhausted now." <laughs>
6: <laughs> have they not replaced you? You
0: no. can't replace well, they, Spartan. Come, come they on. Gave, yeah, they, gave, did, else, you...
3: they gave everybody else a raise, and then they. they uh, said, and then they have somebody not... that comes in part time. I guess like two days oh. a week or week. Ooh.
8: damn.
1: Whatever. <laughs> but,
8: He's a lot younger than us, too. Can you imagine? I told him, I was like, can you imagine how we feel after a day's work?
1: He <laughs> might man. be one of the only tall guys left there. That might be the, the problem. He's the one has got to reach is. everything now.
0: <laughs> he might be the
1: only guy, guy, guy that can do a lot of the work. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. Dude, is. stay out of that GMO room,
3: then. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's some tall ladies. what it was, was I came over one of the nights and helped him do a couple walls in his garage. So he's probably fucking got to take a couple naps to rest up from that. That's, I mean, that's physical on top of his regular work. He's napping. Poor guy. It's almost (laughs) like.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, that's cutting into his nap schedule for sure. This is just an all-you-can eat character buffet assassination fake <laughs> <and> <fun. laughs> What happens when he doesn't show up?
7: Yeah, I was gonna say poor him well, here in chat. I don't think oh shit.
6: I give him a pass, Gilbo, because he he befriended a cat.
3: Oh
7: he well that makes him all faces,
6: aces.
1: Huh? Oh that got, wow, news travels fast mm-hmm. as fuck.
6: When it well, comes I, to cats
1: and being lady? <laughs> What year do you think it is, Boomer? Not, I don't know if he's – because
3: he, him and Tara were talking about sex in the cat. I don't know if they've <laughs> uh, ever sexed the cats. But I don't what? know if it's he or she yet because they were arguing over that one a little bit. Yeah, so. we
8: didn't get that. I didn't get that close to the kitty.
3: <laughs> so what, That's still to be determined. But he has, I guess, long conversations mm-hmm. with this cat.
6: Good. I love it. Miss <laughs> Newtie and I both know how important cats can be in one's life. So I'm glad he found a friend. I
8: we were
3: and he wanted to know if he No, he get doesn't it. let it in the house. Yes, he, sure. he gives him he tells right, it right. he has the, the reason with that yes, sure. why. And he tells it no, you gotta stay out here, you gotta learn how to hunt. He tells it.
6: Hate <laughs> <They laughs> finally got some pussy. I'm so <laughs> happy for
8: him. <laughs> It was so funny. He was Poor bitching guy. because
3: the cat kept setting off his fucking ring alarm on, all the way there on the car ride. <laughs>
8: I'm
6: so glad
5: somebody else said it before my, my non-filter said it.
6: I non before for you, right? Yeah,
5: thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I, I was itching.
6: Well, I'm really stoked about it, so I think it'll be good for him.
0: Uh, shout out and thanks to Catachronic for the great tunes for hashtag. Check them out on Apple Music.
3: Or check them out on Spotify if you don't like Apple Music. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to, to be a gatekeeper on which music service you have to use. That's how you get Jay-Z knocking on your door. I prefer YouTube music. But what are you smoking,
6: Ms. Nudie?
3: I couldn't hear you, you're muted or something.
4: Jeez.
3: Oh, you just went close
0: Look, to the phone.
2: Look, can you guys hear me now? I
0: you can have- now. Yes, Verizon.
2: Um, it's probably a little bit of Royal Kush and Original Cookies, which is Girl Scout cookies and maybe some mimosa tossed salad
6: yeah that's awesome those are good
8: we just harvested mimosa at work not too long ago that was a beautiful plant i love can't wait to smoke it
2: the orange Orange
8: orangey i might not like it then i'm i'm over the orange
6: well, in <laughs> case uh, anybody has noticed, uh, Sequence and I have ended our dry spell. Oh, yeah. Our- tell me about that. First hey.
3: smoke. How was that? Did it get you? Look at sequence right now. Uh, Dude, I was uh, in, in
6: high school. I, think I was just still an at it. <laughs> last night. Annihilate. I took one. I took a half a bong rip. Like a normal, not even as big a uh, a pull as I normally do. And I'm doing, I was doing what sequence is doing right now. I was dying. I hacked up lung. I couldn't even, I had to blow it out, man. I was like a fucking virgin.
8: You guys did great this morning. We smoked a whole bowl and a joint. So I think you guys did really good.
6: I did better this morning. I did did better this morning for sure. But last night, I was, I, I just, we were sitting out on my deck and, and uh, I don't know, I was, I felt like I was so dumb. I felt like I was the silliest, like nothing <laughs> I was saying made sense. And I was like, I don't even remember what it's like to not feel this high. So and it was, it was great. So the tea break was fantastic. And it she was, was a very good time.
0: Fun. Would you do it again? <laughs> she Absolutely. Has a, your own
6: Absolutely. And as a matter yeah. of fact, Bilbo. um, I, I think my smoking is going to look a lot different from now on because I just was smoking too much and it was obvious in my eating patterns and, and everything else. So, um, I think I, I'm lucky enough to have the luxury of being able to go days without it and not need it medically. Like, you know, a lot of people do every day. So, um, I think I'm just going to kind of Ease back into it and use it as a kind of my weekend treat and/or and, like a social thing, and
0: right on. Yeah, well, you know, and the thing yeah. is, is if you if it's the, about the stone and enjoying the stone, uh, taking a tolerance break would be probably a really good way. Uh-oh, I see the bunny rabbit. What's going on with that for girlie? I just want to come
3: in kind of here real quick and just ask sequence how he's feeling right now. He looks a little hot. Uh, he's a little just sweating a little bit. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I took a
1: little dab at the beginning of the show, but nothing like that. And then, uh, yeah, that was a big one. Last night, I did not get like high school high off of smoking a bowl. Did you get yourself a really
0: celebratory jar? Like a new flavor or something as like, no. hey, welcome back. I wanted
1: to. I wanted to try uh, Yeti's Glaciers as my first dab back, but I didn't get a hold of them. And uh, even though we live in the same town, so it would have been easy for me to do so. You should have
8: said something. Oh, I dang.
1: had them with me. Oh, well, I forgot they uh, work together. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was going to be my goal. But no, I got my, my normal supply over here. Wow. pass the test chat. I know a lot of people are asking. I think I got like a B plus. So uh, I got the job
0: we're gonna... Hey, a 2.0 passes.
4: Yeah.
3: No, yes, it does. Big old dab to me. I I thought it was your, your regular fucking dab. It didn't look any different.
1: That one was a big one. I overdid it, probably.
0: A little <laughs> overzealous on Cam.
1: Overdid
6: Man, my throat is still hurting from last night's coffin fit. I,
3: what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're supposed to leave that, you know? We don't have to tell everybody about what you guys do last night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, PG, PG.
0: <laughs> yes, because yeah. this show has always been PG. Sure. Right. <laughs>
6: I don't do that, Please. Spartan.
0: What the uh-huh. fuck? She
1: was great support for the whole 30 days, even though she had a lot of days that I'm sure she wanted to She wanted to
0: run your head through a television screen?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I'm, I'm sure I'm more irritable and irritating when I don't smoke, you know, like most people. Well, because you I were am. sick,
0: though. Like, you were fucking literally sick for the how many days were you sick for well there was some of
1: that i was sick for like the first 10 14 days or so but the last 14 days to be honest with you if i if i couldn't smoke for another month it would have been fine um but medically wise like i have more knee pain than normal and that was the reason why i started smoking to begin with you know so
0: you did get to sample some decent beers as
1: a uh, yeah oh yeah we, I have drank more beers than I used to. Definitely, uh, <laughs> you know, switching one thing for another, which
6: isn't great. But And some champs. It's crazy. We mimosas with Tara it's and Jim stuff.
0: It's great. Breakfast of champions.
6: Yeah, it was great to see Tara and Troy this morning. They got to have some really good fucking pancakes over
8: at People's Kitchen. The that little- chicken and waffles was phenomenal. It was a sweet oh. potato waffle.
1: Well, that sounds good as fuck.
8: It was wow.
3: real
1: good, dude. We had chicken and waffles this morning.
0: I apologize, chat. Usually, just we try to you, you know, know wait a little bit longer before like the last half hour of the show before we start tantalizing you about all these great delectable foods that you could be oh, eating right now. But uh...
5: I, I was just talking to Becca about about um, a grain substitution for pancakes, and we were talking about using potatoes. And I'm like, Dude, let's make potato just, pancakes. Let's, just pota- shit. let's make potato pancakes. And I was of talking about potato waffles. All kinds even butter idea.
6: Hungry <laughs> Jack, dried potatoes.
5: That's
0: well, weird. I mean, as a, a as
5: a good substitute, as a substitute like, we got a box laying around. You just keep
0: now. adding more Whoa. until it gets stiff enough, and then <laughs> then you just go with it. When Not you put safe. that thing down for a potato pancake. Put it down and leave it down. Don't even think about flipping <laughs> yeah. it. even when you start thinking you should flip it. Leave it the fuck alone because it's going to be way too soon. Wait five <laughs> right. more minutes from the time you think you should flip that potato pancake. You, I have to like I haven't had one tomorrow of these in too the long. Bread. There
5: was another ingredient involved with this whole mash,
0: and it was It, was, banana.
5: it was bananas.
0: Oh, red. Now that's so just too bowl. much. Like Shaggy and Scooby, <laughs> right there, bro. I I chocolate anchovies. banana, banana. That's too much.
5: Potato. Or potato. was it was it just bananas? Banana I was banana. thinking maybe just bananas.
3: Banana pancakes?
5: I was like, what could we do? Yeah, is a, like, that is cookies. the thing.
3: I've never had one though. I've heard of it though. Banana really pancakes. I've heard of that.
5: Yeah, banana. Blend what did we do? We blended bananas and uh peanut butter. Peanut
1: butter. She was oh, trying she to make she the the Gosh, she
5: made like the most delicious pudding. Trying pudding. <laughs> to make perfect. a, a yeah, smoothie. It was great. Nothing was frozen. It was just pudding it was, it was great
1: <laughs> it was fucking great it's great miss nudie's on to another joint i like it thank you for joining us tonight miss nudie um, walk in the like walk. I said, we we're, we're to gonna talk. ask you less questions and I, I think we're gonna have the the panel this week a few of the members of the panel went to winewood organics after we interviewed them um and i would love to hear about the trip if you guys would like to share some some deets
0: absolutely well, wow, I was late. I know that. I what are you holding fucking, up for, Girlie? i was fucking late.
7: Uh, these are their vegan strawberry uh, THC gummies. Yeah, gummies, man. And I, so I'm pretty sure they use pectin, which, in my opinion, just makes them you know makes gummies so much better than gelatin ones. But they're delicious. I finished this pack already on the show, and I'm already into this one. In addition to the my own chocolate bunny, I just ate so. <laughs> It's really yeah, cool. Edible cool styling incredible.
1: of those packages. I like that.
7: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were on point with branding. I'll tell you what. Everything had like wood molding, wood, no, uh, paneled, fl-
1: noble. wood
7: paneled ceiling and like, w- you know, wood like carved out wood for tables and counters and just a lot of wood, you know, um, very like organic feel from the moment you walked cool. in the building. Warm, uh, right? Was there yeah. What are you
0: holding up, Tara?
8: Uh, one of their pre rolls. It's the uh, black cherry garlic.
0: Have you tried that one yet? Oh yeah. What do you think? You getting some garlic on it?
8: Um, no, actually I don't. It's more like flowery and floral kind of. It it's really good. So it's and then I also got it in the um the batter, and it's taste way different this way. So it's <laughs> really cool to see the two differences and how different they do taste. Super cool though. Nice packaging, wood, nice renewable wood tops. You can reuse well, like this again. The, I like those a lot. So we should yeah, tell like, people. To um, you can who probably to put go. three or four doobies in here. If you want to reuse it.
3: Yeah. Alternate them. <laughs> Let's squeeze them in. But yeah, the, I, what I loved was right when you walked in there, like they said for for one, just the overall aesthetics was just. That's just pleasing to me. I love that wood and everything like that. It just looks nice to me, so I won't repeat all that. But on the fucking table, right there, off to the side, where you're waiting, you know, to get called back, there's a sheet of paper that's, uh, you know, got not plastic. What do you call that? Uh, whatever the fuck on it, laminated. It's a laminated sheet of paper, but it's got every one of their strains and flower, every one of their strains in um, concentrate form. The strain name the cross of that strain it has the fucking, um not only the what you would expect with the cannabinoid test results but it also had the they listed the five most pr- uh present terpenes in order mm-hmm. so you could see you could you could search their product just by terpene if you wanted to that's what you want that to do cool. right there yeah it was pretty had yeah, that right there on that table. Yeah, that that's a great. They had out.
8: people constantly coming in while we were there, and the lady waiting on them knew who they were as soon as they came up. It was really nice. I mean, it made me feel really nice to know that they had that one-on-one relationship with them. Um, and she was so knowledgeable. Shout out to Kim. She makes the edibles there. Um, did a wonderful job, and I love the taste of them. So great I love it. I love the entryway. That's awesome. Yeah, it was super yeah, nice. That's right Very with the soothing.
3: That's where you and, wait right there, too. So it's,
8: I heard you. felt that. like you needed to go get a massage there. And that's important,
6: Tara, what you said about how she knew repeat customers.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Like, people like that shit. They, they want to know, know that you make a difference when you go somewhere and spend your money on their mm-hmm. product. So that's good Absolutely. to hear that they do that.
8: Very knowledgeable of everything they had. It was a super good time and very informative. And yeah, it was really neat
0: it's always cool to be able to tour anywhere for girly when what'd you think
7: for girly sorry i think that just like froze out my computer trying to share (laughs) like 4k footage like that um it was pretty sweet i mean it was uh very interesting setup it's it's i mean they got a great location i'll be honest with you The, the the biggest challenge from a micro business standpoint other than the limiting factors of plant counts uh and you know i guess logistic Challenges in terms of you can only sell on your property. Um, one of the biggest challenges is location. And, you know, with most of the municipalities here in Michigan, um, with micro businesses, if they even allow them, uh, basically, you know, require them to be in manufacturing or industrial zones due to the fact that micro businesses are allowed to process. Um, so, you know, just like most processors, you got to, with those, you know, explosive, flammable chemicals, you got to go out in the industrial zone. So think about, you know, going to visit spartan groans micro business in like some crazy industrial part of you know lansing or flint or whatever you know um it's just so unlikely that you're going to get customers that just oh look at that it's a, a weed shop let's go check it out you know and you're also very unlikely to get people to travel to you uh, when it's you're you know maybe a little bit harder to get to um so he, he is pretty much right outside well, I won't say right outside downtown, but he's in, you know, the metro, whatever Ann Arbor area. Um, very, very busy in his area. And uh, you know, he's got a I'm not sure how many thousand square foot building, but it's just enough to have uh, you know, a retail storefront, uh, a small processing area and kitchen, and three, you know, pretty much large, I wouldn't say large, but good sized flower rooms. You know, they're not yeah, you know, he's they're definitely not gonna be
3: spaced as best as he can unless mm. he had stack or something and even then i don't know if he's got the height for that
7: uh yeah if he if he swapped to leds he probably could but not with hids he's currently running hids but um well you know one of the cool things for me like at right now other than all the you know the interest in micro businesses and you know processing um was that he is growing all organically and so he's you know maybe spartan's a better person to talk about this but uh you know he had full irrigation set up for you know salts and all this stuff and then ended up switching over to organics i think is the way the story goes and um you know now he's just doing some organic amendments but he's growing in organic soil you know and it's i don't know you want to expand on that spartan it's pretty wild yeah actually
3: i love where he's getting it so he's getting his soil from morgan composting which is a local michigan uh big company they supply you know farmers even and uh, they have Dairy Dew, as you probably recognize that. You yep, see sure. that post, they're the people behind that. So he, he has a, a custom blend that they've devised for whatever, for his facility that he likes. And he just gets it delivered in these big-ass tote, you know, those, those big super sacks.
8: Those things were huge. <laughs>
3: yeah. And then, uh, like for a girl, he said that uh, they filled them up. What size pots were those? 20s?
7: Uh, I think so at uh, what were they? They were oh, bigger I, than 10s. bigger Picture than that. If...
8: They were way bigger than. I want to say they're like twenty
7: five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's great I, I
8: was taking two of my hands to try to do this on one of them. Granted, I know they probably just every quiet. day.
3: He lifts every one of those pots every day.
0: To um, and I I I'm trying to remember. I think we asked him if he reuses his soil or not. And he, he does said, not. know he, with, he so, friends and stuff, and they reuse it. Right, but when you get into the 25 gallons of soil for each of these beasts, you really have to hope that when you break your root ball up and stuff, that you're again that whole ROI because you're a small business and you're really. I talked to him about it. He said he just wasn't
3: really willing to take that jump now because now that he has a license, he can't really afford to risk afford entire to crop. Yeah, We're there's not
7: crop. a lot of room for R and D as a micro business.
3: Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. He's he's. So he's plant count, right? That's the big, the other big, uh, thing they are going up against. He only has 150 plant count. So to maximize that you have to grow big ass plants, which he's doing. And he told me his average, just his average plant is he's wanting to see at least two pounds. So that's hard to risk two pounds on, just one just plan. trying yeah. something out. So that's kind of what his answer was, which is a smart answer, you know. I couldn't, I couldn't fault him for that.
7: And we, should, I don't know if we already mentioned this, but we should mention he was on this show recently. <laughs> so I don't know if we have an episode date or number of that, but but go back and watch oh, that's his interview. Way too people. much. Oh, it's yeah, in, know, the, it's, so it's
0: in the it's in the playlist
3: somewhere. They are Highly Highly show, the are Michigan Bros Grow Show, Wine World Organics. It'll come right up. Yeah, yeah there you go. But yeah, we just it wasn't like a month ago or something. It was it's right before hash mash.
1: 138, three
0: weeks ago. I saw one. Anybody out there hearing the misfits in their head? We are 138. Yeah, man. There you go. Anyways, it was cool
3: to see that him doing it pretty much, you know, being a caregiver and just stepping up. He's got his office is basically a hallway where he's got video cameras. So he said he always peeks his head in there to check to see if anybody's waiting at, in line up front, because then he'll go and help at the front desk and he's all over that place. That's respectable, man. I love to see that hustle. And he's just, yep. he's just trying to do that. I'll, I'm, shout out to Eric, man. He treats you like a king in there. He's yeah. got a little, we didn't even talk about the extract thing for Gurley, about you know, like a little blast proof room he's got with just a little tiny setup, and he does it all himself.
7: Yeah, it looked like maybe, uh, gosh, I don't even, maybe it was a five pound, you know, it was a extraction tech solutions, but yeah, C1D1 was very small. I mean, uh, <laughs> but I mean, he had freezer storage for fresh frozen, you know what I mean? Plenty of a uh, great use of the space and all with, you know, employees, you know, fewer than are on one hand, really, you know what I mean? So um, it's surprising and it's, it's efficient, uh, but, and it definitely looks challenging, but they're, I think they're doing a pretty solid job.
6: I'm bummed I missed it. I really would have loved to have seen, to have seen it and gone through it with. The I'm, heads,
7: I'm sure he'd love to have you. Oh you in I'm to the to
6: Red, yeah. Okay, I mean, cool.
7: yeah. He was very well, welcoming, very
6: professional. Yeah. Those are the kind of places that I love to see make it, man. I hope he, you know, is really successful, and that's awesome. And that he has a great location because you know we all know the big guys and any kind of industry goes in and tries to buy up all the little guys and it's just really important you know like tara said is they treat everybody like you know they they recognize their customers and they treat them well and the, and yeah. tara mentioned there was somebody that had already been had driven from like since port or wayne.
8: Oh, Fort wayne. Wayne. Fort wayne they were driving from and i told him i was like i used to do this too when i'd find a dispo or somebody that treated me good that's where i honed in on and kept going so I totally was like, yes, that's awesome. I was really excited to hear that. I'm gl- I'm really glad to they hear that. Study steady apart, people really cool. the whole time we were yeah, there. Yeah, they
3: were
7: busy. Yeah.
8: <laughs> they were busy. They've got a great location. I mean, <laughs> well, it's we were, that's awesome.
3: It was like a conversation. It was like me, Tara, and uh, Baked in the car on the ride on the way home. And I don't, I don't know who said it or I don't remember. But we, basically what was said was is like, if we got to go to a dispensary for anything, we'll fucking go like – it was either me or Bay because it's only forty minute drive for us. It wouldn't with Tara, but <laughs> we'll drive forty minutes to go to that place rather than to any place. We'll drive past the places in town here to go there because we've seen the fucking grow. we've seen the fucking grow. The, 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 yeah. The fucking weed doesn't leave there it stays there until he gets mm-hmm. to the it's all from do we even say place. that he's got when you walk in and
7: in the waiting room he has live yeah. feeds of his flower rooms that's on cool. the screens right there in the waiting room you yeah, can look exactly cool where. oh my god that's super
3: cool that's cool oh, for wow. growers but i, I thought immediately cool. when i was there I, I thought in my head i'm like oh that's for if i was up here helping the customer i could still keep an eye on my grow
0: why <laughs> <laughs> can't
8: it be both
3: well man, yeah,
8: kids, that's so what i was he, thinking <laughs> he might be multitasking
7: like that yeah that's fair but i i will say uh about location uh i think baked called the 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 mount uh, kid right like kitty corner is cookies giant blue
3: building you know what i mean we are just i oh, yeah. yep.
7: talk about all
0: advertising right the big ugly blue yeah. You that's what I used to the, the and building, and they said, yeah.
1: Saw a piece of shit in Ann Arbor today. Yeah, they just opened, uh, <laughs> yeah. they just
5: opened a couple weeks ago, too. Do they
6: have cookies there. up in, in Canada, Genevieve? <clears throat> do
2: they?
3: Not the strain. We're not talking about no, the strain. That's We're the actual brand.
2: Yeah, we do for sure. There's a big one in Toronto. Okay.
6: Yeah, I figured that he had to be up
2: there. Too. Yeah.
0: yeah, they're everywhere. Well, that's, that's one cool. place I refuse I'm, to go to, man.
6: I'm glad that uh, it sounds like the tour went really well, and and yeah, go spend your money at Winewood if you if you need two people. You know, and that's in there. In so
3: Ann Arbor? there, Ann Arbor. Right.
6: Help a caregiver on the come you, up.
3: If you, go, if you go on Instagram and look up Winewood Organics, they have a, a web page as well. But if you go on their Instagram, it has a link to their web page, and it has the directions and the address.
7: Google Maps. It's on Google Maps. It's literally, literally yeah. on, like, what, Winewood Avenue or something like that?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the road it's on, Winewood Ave or something.
6: That's awesome. I like it. Much success to him.
0: Well, he's living a lot of people's dream that are watching this show right now. Oh, yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. Sure
0: is. Yeah,
3: totally. What you know? What's crazy? I don't want to take. It It makes you want to root for him even harder. One thing just to think about, like the not give up spirit of Genevieve here. He said that he went from because that was his caregiver spot originally, so he went from caregiver to commercial spot. Took him six years of jumping through hoops, and and struggle, and, and going through this and inspections and this and that. And uh, because you have to remember if you have a kitchen in there, now you have all the food inspections. If you have a concentrate thing, now you have that inspection. And then it's just all this six years, he said, before he got a license to actually, he could actually allow someone to go in there to buy weed. So
7: the two regulations that uh, one of them I pointed out, one of them he pointed out regarding the the processing area is um, (laughs) to have the ability to make edibles as a processor in the state of Michigan There's essentially one requirement, and it's a three-bin sink for wash, rinse, and sanitize. If you have that, (laughs) you can make edibles, you know?
0: Wow. Um, So he had that
7: there. Uh, But the the other thing that he pointed out, which I hadn't really thought about, is he's like, yeah, with the C1D1, we essentially have to have a power hookup like a hospital would. And he says, you know, if we lose power, we have to have a generator backup, right? That generator backup has to have the C1 D1 operating within 15 seconds of losing power.
0: What he does goes, that mean, C1 D1? Uh, the
7: it's the the room, the explosion proof room that you operate uh, like the equipment I run, like uh, hydrocarbon equipment, you know, extraction equipment. In um, it's it's essentially a constant fan that moves air in and out of the room, uh, exhaust it out, and depending so on the levels of hydrocarbons in. or you know in, in the room, it'll make that fan go a little bit quicker Uh, it's a static free environment it's got static free plugs and it's all
0: you know dude you're blowing my mind i never even thought about any of this like oh
7: dude if there's actually an explosion the doors just go boom they close (laughs) it's like like, you're just in there until it goes out (laughs) and what's that cost uh well the the cheaper ones are under 50 grand i would spend closer to 100 grand um yeah you're looking at pretty much 80 90 grand uh to get one of those installed i mean they come in trailers and all this crazy stuff too but um gosh where was i going at this okay so the 15 second thing right you have to have that fan operational within 15 seconds otherwise you could have a buildup and an explosion right not good so his generator was kicking on you know booting up and then turning on the uh, c1 d1 in like i don't know was it like 26 seconds or something he said so it just wasn't fast enough so he had this electrician come in and basically hook up a battery backup that would run the c1 d1 for those just those few seconds you know those 10 12 seconds or whatever to get it operational within that time frame then the generator to you know run it and he said that, you know, the inspector, of course, is in there like unplugging stuff, you know, just kind of testing out. And he's like, all right, that's, that's, that works. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, you guys figured it out. Um, but yeah, just, you know, the, the wild challenges that everyone experiences in this industry, or at least, you know, everyone I've, every licensee I've talked to here in Michigan has experiences, uh, experienced challenges like this. But man, it's, it's just like a one or two man team, which they were when they started, you um, to be throwing this much money and really your uh, your life's work at it just for the shot is just it's it's a big jump to make. Hats off.
6: Cheers Agreed. and thanks to Miss Nudie. Sorry, real quick, she had I think she's getting delays and needs to jump off. So thanks so much for being on. I really appreciate it.
8: Definitely. Yeah, That's what an inspiration for women. She's really. I just turned off my camera. Super great lady. Oh, okay, cool. With
2: my right, camera.
3: cool. Your voice is still here.
2: But I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to jump off here just because I keep getting delays and I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay on, but I'm going to put the YouTube show on. So I'll be in the chat because it's easier. It'll be easier and I can hear you guys from there.
1: Thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it.
2: Thanks so okay. much. Bye.
1: Well, thank <laughs> you. Very Bye. Bye. Great
6: seeing you and talking to you. Thank you so much.
0: Appreciate it very much.
1: Bye, guys. That was great. That was there. very good. That was very good. Yeah.
0: Can we get some thumbs up in the chat for Miss Nudie, please? Some clouds, smoke clouds, Clouds, please. anything. Well, you now that, that I know
5: all this extra information about wine, it makes us want to go even more because we live
3: like a few miles away from there, anyways. And then we just
5: totally. have to go over it was there, there. and awesome just
3: ask for Eric, and I'm sure he'll you know, give I'm you guys sure. the same tour. I, I'm yep. serious.
6: Tara yeah, shared her Durban that they grew. It was- they're a Durban, wasn't it, this
3: morning? Yep. That uh-huh. was so fucking nice. Uh, I, I dry hit that, I think. <laughs> that yeah. So nice. yeah. I was right. happy with everything. That's so what I want to try. Is thought.
6: Is Durban. I thought it was great.
3: Nope. Yep. That's my interest, for sure. Very happy. You got a sure, Sunday so. driver, too, uh, Red. I got the uh, saw, uh the live resin. It's Sunday
1: oh, driver. Yes. Very it's cool. Good. They've very got their whole cool. menu online, Red, with the prices and everything. You can go to yeah. the website. And the prices so, are
3: fair. Very fair. And then when you go there, they give you a more discount because it's your first time. Mm-hmm. So. Even the prices on the that you see online, you're going to get a better deal than that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they, they, they do good work, man. They got a nice they got a nice website.
7: How's everyone else's growth going right now? I actually uh, did a short walk through uh, last on last night's show, uh, GML with uh, Spartan um, testing out his lights. But I'll be honest, my other room's like pretty empty right now because I'm trying to fill it and just harvested a bunch of stuff, including some Durban. So it's kind of sad in there. I've got a lot of light on the floor, I'll be honest. But the other room's like, you know, looking nice and full and lush. But, um, you know, it's just the nature of having a bunch of one-gallon clones right now waiting to get transplanted into something they can flower in. What's on deck? What's on uh, those one-gallon? same stuff, man. It's it's Clementine, a lot of Clementine, of course. Uh, Lime skunk, Durban poison mr clean uh and i actually found <laughs> i found one seed in some durban uh like i don't know how long ago it's just you know one of those like Ziploc bags where i wrote on it and durban times you know question mark and so i popped that and it's i don't know like on its fifth note probably be ready to be topped and translated nice. uh we're gonna see what you know what kind of stem rub and stuff we get on that but uh yeah, pretty much all the same stuff, you know. And nothing, uh, nothing new in the the hopper yet in terms of genetics. Other than that, but um, I, th- I don't know. I'm, I kind of am getting the itch. I think it's about time to do a twenty twenty two pheno hunt, right? What would you
0: pop next?
7: <laughs> I have no idea. Whatever seeds I come across <laughs> in the next few months, man. I yeah, I don't know anything about genetics. I'm not about hype at all. I just guys all turps. about
0: the terps, man. We
3: got to find the, the way you gotta go you got to you gotta get some of Brandon Brandon gear Then I'm telling you whatever go. the fuck he's got on his website get some of his shit all right.
7: yep. let me hey we're live right let me order this real quick we're, we're live right we got, <laughs> it's got marilla
1: seeds and all, all sorts of different lime, lime Marilla, lime it's got
3: lime lights black lights all those are fucking
1: but, but do i like
3: really do good. i have do i have something new
7: though you know what i mean i have so much citrus right now i do have the garlic punch and then i have this mr clean which um we'll see on its own you know when i when I run it but it the, on the plant itself it very much smells like <clears throat> a cherry lime with a <clears throat> so which terp do you miss the most
1: i say you and need then... some funky stuff in your lineup
7: that's kind of how i'm feeling too sequence i the first one that came to my mind when you said that Skilbo, was sweet pink pie just because it was so stinky like just exactly. so different from everything else and when you mixed it with something it you know took any side of the
0: spectrum that you looked at, you know, and it
7: made something play, new. You
0: play with the ratios on it, then you know what I mean. So you could put a little kick to the Durban or you could bring a little lime to it, so mm-hmm. you know what I
7: mean. It's like that jelly punch was kind of like that because it was jelly bean and you know, which was kind of like the orange fino of jelly bean and then uh garlic punch, but yeah, there you go, Tara. Um. So that was like you know in my 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 it. own opinion the most funky one I had recently, but it's
8: pretty funky and I, I like it. And that's Donnie
3: why I Donnie like burger. it. Have you tried any Donnie Burger yet? Or you got that Hans Solo burger? Did you try that for you, really? Yeah. Ooh. Oh no, actually, I took it
7: down there right now.
0: That's cool. but oh, I yeah. did.
3: I did
7: cr- uh, not cross, but mix uh, one of my clients Donnie Burger with my Clementine. I had that Clement Burger, and that was pretty pretty good.
3: <laughs> I just harvested my Donnie Burger. It's hanging so dude that we'll, one we'll see a couple weeks that so one was a show I mean, star, I mean, it, it looks fucking beast man and i think it might have been because it was a revenge i don't know i don't know if it's gonna normally just but i've had other people send me pictures of theirs fucking giving really big you know yields and shit too so maybe it's just in the genetics but so the han that you're about to try if it's han which I swear it is, is a gmo <coughs> to Larry og so it's a gmo times an og so they took that Hans Solo burger and they crossed it back to GMO. And that's what they call Han Solo burger. Or that's what they call Donnie burger.
1: Oh, no. You got an empty one.
3: That
0: Larry o- <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, dude. The first time I tried that, I was fucking like, holy shit. This is fucking intense flavor. But with Donnie. For me, it's just like the,
3: the high was so strong, which surprise me because it's not something i usually come across
7: it's got to be so popular with um my my hash brethren um because uh it dumped you know for hydrocarbons it it was one of the highest returns i've seen in a long time i'll be honest (laughs)
3: it's a gmo X, man
1: yeah i think so yep yep
3: i gotta uh, yeah, it's Kingfisher and chat says I should get Banana Daddy over there. I got Banana Daddy in there. It looks fucking nice too, and that smells Bro, like the
1: hot knife. The, the one hot knife, knife is cool. He
3: showed us that. Yeah, he showed us that we were at the. uh
0: You want to talk we about leaving.
1: it? Yeah, they stole the design from Doctor Dabber.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bam. That,
0: that is cool. That's pretty nice.
7: It's just a little bit cleaner. You know what I mean? It's USB-C charging. It's I don't know. It's and it's fun it is fun it is fun <laughs> it looks fun and you can sit there and just you know roast some dabs on it and then, i mean here
0: it's a really expensive there left knife. on there
7: let's see yeah they see that just a little bit of smoke going yeah it's like <laughs> a little like nectar collector or
5: whatever yeah a little ceramic one speaking of returns i made some rso I used about a unit of material, and I got back uh, about fifteen percent. I got back um, what was it almost sixty grams? No, mm-hmm. sixty grams? Almost sixty grams?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Is that a good break, Good return?
5: That I don't know. You tell me. Of I'm not sure. I got. I was just. I, that's the return. One. So I'm not sure. Sparrow, I don't know. Is that
1: a trim run of product, Red?
5: Uh, yeah. Mo- I don't know. Mostly trim. There's there's a lot of. I mean. Not not so much trim. Um C butt. Plus C's, yeah. Yeah. <clears> There's <throat> a little bit of both. There may have been some material that was worked. No, that wasn't material that was worked. This one was not much any material that was worked, but it was material from twenty twenty one, maybe twenty last year. Material from last year. Yeah. So not not anything off of these last couple of batches, so it was material from last year. So, but it was only a 24 hour <clears throat> run in the alcohol. We didn't wash it for very long, we just out for about that time that long. And uh, yeah, family. It was like a little bit of both, probably fifty fifty trimming C nug. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sounded like a high number. I figure you get. What percent seems like a
1: good number if you have like it a, seems
5: like it. 20 is a good number, right?
3: I've Just never weighed anything, I don't know. I never even
5: tried to stuff
0: as much
3: as it'll hold, right? Make shit, That's all I do. yeah. We got back, was
5: that uh, we, yeah, like 35 30, 35 1.2s. uh, every syringe weighs about 1.2, and then uh, we got three five, uh six gram syringes out of it, so a little bit more. A little bit more than sixty grams.
0: How much or, alcohol do you run? A little through more, that more than fifty grams for a unit. Um, did you <clears throat>
5: run a, gallon? a unit? No, yeah, a couple gallons. It was uh, they're fifteen, no, seventeen hundred and fifty milliliter. Almost three of those. So okay. like one full for sure, and then like two halfers. So like we'll call it like two and a half, two and three quarter. I'm somewhere
0: between two and a half and three. Of those not great 25. to be able to reclaim so much of that though, and it's not just it's such a fucking kick in the ass for that. I reclaimed two completely
5: full and uh, a little bit of a of a third one. Fuck yeah, so, man. yeah, that, that was all reclaimed, and it's reclaimed at a higher higher grade. You know, so that really. Like, so like instead of being one ninety, now it would be like one ninety two. Well, just talk about in planes of percent of alcohol. You're approaching 200. Yeah, yeah, one ninety proof is 95% alcohol. Right. So yeah, you're more closer to 100% alcohol, you know, because it's it's almost but if, We if need that happens, fucking kind of uh, uh, that bomb zone thing it. that uh, for girlie was talking about. <clears throat> C1D1. Fortunately that Eto doesn't doesn't off. I can't smell it at all when it's running.
0: The only time I smell it is when I'm Cuz it's got that seal that fucking Spartan needed so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so
7: yeah, you want to hear with, you want to hear some right funny skillbo when it comes to um <laughs> flammable but non-explosive chemicals i guess is how you'd classify it um it's called a c1d2 area oh there we go (laughs) i'm mixing up my androids here man that's typically the area outside of your c1d1 you could make c1d2 because then you could put like all your short path distillation and rotavap whatever else over there um and and yeah yeah everyone can do it differently of course but you know Rotovaps are cool. Uh, regulations. Yeah. You know what? I and mean, you guys are honestly making me all this rotovap talking the last couple weeks. Mostly uh-huh. thanks to Spartan. You guys are yeah. going to bust this freaking thing out and clean it Dude. and try to uh-huh. set it up again. I don't have room for it. I don't.
0: My buddy Spartan does. I know. <laughs> I tried. Want uh... He
7: wants a bigger one. With the one yeah. I got is too small for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
3: my buddy Eric who offers me a bigger one. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: So yeah, that will be cool. We... we, we, we fuck with that we got to start off with smaller ito you had that what was it called the first one the little one the source turbo source turbo that's the one that old man got off of you yeah. yeah and you got that so that you could move up to the bigger unit and probably would have went bigger than that if they would have had one uh i wouldn't buy any fucking thing else from those people
3: <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like that uh i shouldn't have my machine like taking a shit on me after five years but I guess nothing can last. What for is one the
0: computer. cost difference between the machine? And I think it's, the rotor. I think
3: it's honestly, I think it's probably just a vacuum pump that's taking a shit, but still, it's, um, it's annoying. Oh, so it's you need a vacuum pump?
7: How big of a vacuum pump? <laughs> I no, got this, old six this this old. master cool. They just is, I need I
3: to work with the unit that's fucking integrated into a unit that I don't have the programming for. Can't
7: you just find the hose and we can just, like, you know. <laughs> this yeah,
3: is with alcohol that's a great idea
7: oh yeah no this is not a high-end pump.
5: <laughs> <laughs> this is get her done so you got a new lid for it and then it's
3: still not it's still no, not the moving. lid works fine it's yeah it's the uh the vacuum pump's starting to take a shit on me like oh, I, man. I don't think it's pulling as hard i can tell that it's really struggling all right so i got a it's taking longer years of running it and it might yeah you got about five years well i no, my I pays versus
5: yours, that's about ten years. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, saying, I did run the fuck out of it. And so, you know, honestly, if I didn't have the option of a road of app, I would just buy another one and begrudgingly. But uh what's the warranty on that sucker? Like, just a year? Just a year.
5: Yeah, my warranty's over.
3: Right it to the wheels <laughs> yeah. fall off red. Yeah, they I had to buy the lid, they didn't give it to me. And then uh so I just like, fuck this. I'll get the actual lab equipment. Cause then when something, if one piece is fucked up, like a lid or a seal, I'll just replace that and not have to fucking deal with sending it back and you know, all this bullshit. So I'm just going to get the actual lab equipment, which is a road of app due to my research. <laughs> and, uh, that's the way I'm gonna go that way. If I, it's, it's more module, I can do different things. You know, I can, uh, cool with like, like, uh, I didn't even know this but the one that eric has said it's uh actually cooled with uh, dry ice so that's gonna be interesting to look into but uh they normally they do it with just you know liquid cooled so it's usually just like a water chiller or something like that mm-hmm. yeah
7: you can actually get a i think it's called a water aspirator um and it's you know basically like a baby version of a a chiller you just can swap out ice into it you know what i mean Um, it's a very very cheap way of doing it but chillers get expensive really quick and i don't know it's an expensive hobby (laughs)
3: Yeah, but set it and forget it. There's, I like I'll pay once for the the ease of use. Like, Dude, you'll be sitting there taking pictures and
7: videos the whole time. Trust me, it's so fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
3: I'll sit there and get high and just stare at that fucking thing spin. Just watching
7: and watching the the uh, your ethanol <laughs> <investor> <laughs> condensing on the coils and drifting off into your flask yeah. on the side. You're just like, give it back to me. Move.
1: Turn <laughs> <laughs> into an evil scientist in no yeah. time.
7: Yeah, man. Just don't get your hot water bath too hot. <laughs>
3: yeah yeah actually yeah because uh, yeah that's the thing that is interesting because he has to take into effect not only that you're pulling a vacuum so that the boiling points dropping but also elevation matters i didn't realize that until uh i started talking with this ito the elevation also affects your boiling point so you gotta fucking do some
0: calculation there colorado baby those people altitude
3: so you can't just watch a YouTube video and be like, oh, I'm just going to copy what they're doing.
1: We got painted ladies. Snack Showdown.
6: You know what's up, too, for girlie. I love the I love
3: extra the flavor.
7: <laughs> oh, wow. those are delicious, though. Freaking yogurt-covered pretzels or white chocolate-covered pretzels. Okay, you guys together. are having a
5: snack-off.
0: I it's see. a Snack you Showdown.
5: choices.
4: I've eaten this are whole they,
5: thing. Try them. They,
1: are they
5: yogurt? Yogurt. It's,
0: they are yogurt. It oh, so so late to yogurt. the game, Spartan. They're like an hour and forty-three minutes late to the game. They're way late. That's okay. He eats in, in the, the pre-show. Some of us are good. leaders. So
5: I've just, just been like eating it. edibles. Yeah, the <laughs> this is this is my snack over here. What, it, what the oh, fuck is that? Peanuts. No, pistachios. There you go. Oh hell yeah! I
7: right.
6: know my
1: nuts. I have a two-pound bag. Yeah, I kept my wisdom
5: teeth for a reason. Yeah, Those
6: are one of my favorites.
5: Have them nut
0: crunchers. Good shit. Sequence. Do you remember when fucking Red was so pissed off because he left his fucking nutcrackers at old yes. man's house Oh, dude, I...
4: Months.
5: Well, nobody, nobody you know... I, I was the only one to to crack a few nuts, so there was a lot of nuts left in the bag, and I got home with the bag of nuts, and I was like, "Damn, I can't crack any of these nuts uh, unless I use a hammer." And I just tried, and I almost broke hammer a counter. So, yeah, was, the, the counter. The, the
0: you did it. He
3: is always memorable. Anytime I hammer, put him in a vice, always memorable. Always. We've also scissors. seen him walking uh, in. He can not only for the hammer, hammer.
1: <laughs> not only did he have the nutcracker, he had his own nuts too. He brought it all. We'll was that was his like passing thing or whatever for the, the, the deal. Remember, yep. <laughs> everyone was like, "I'll bring this, I'll bring this,
5: I'll bring this." I'm like, "Well, that's I'll all bring like shit. So like, I'll bring some nuts."
6: <laughs> <laughs> Red's always got to have nuts in his mouth.
5: Yeah, nuts. In- yeah, for sure that should be somewhere yeah i'll enjoy
7: a, when out. red starts showing up with enjoyed. shelled pistachios we know he's made it true <laughs> that
1: if you get them already shelled you're gonna gain weight fast uh, That's yeah, you gotta out. have a limiting <laughs> at least for me we're i gotta have a limiting factor i'll just shovel them in Got a got to balance your omega uh, 6 and 3 in any danger of uh, fatty oils. Overweight anytime soon, so just continue no. to do that. Dude, I could <laughs> eat bad. a couple pounds of nuts in a day for sure. Dude. are you
0: a whole sunflower <laughs> seed chewer or are you a sheller and no. a chewer?
6: oh sheller.
1: Oh Scheller. Yeah, sheller.
5: I bet your oh, red has done. I, wait a minute. I, I chow them suckers down. I, I will muddle them suckers into like a, 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 a mortar pestle, a ball of like of of, of yeah. thorns like in my ball. mouth. Thorns. yeah. It's oh, like dude. it's like it's like chewing on a, like a, on a pencil urchin. sharpener. It, it, it's like it's like sucking on an urchin. You do it minute.
6: with whole peanuts too.
5: And, and then, shell. and then I'll take I'm this sorry, blob background. of like what is it? Shell mush mash, she it's, mulch, uh, it's just sunflower, mulch, mulch. It's, yeah, sunflower might as well mulch. spit it that's, into the compost. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, some of it will go down the throat, and then I'll think, Man, that's not going to be good later, you know. It's like, it's no, it's like nature's cold, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so, um
0: red likes prickly snacks so,
5: so i
6: don't buy those things for us to eat <laughs> we, yeah so good tall. Tall. And
5: honestly it's been a couple years since i've really gotten into the old sunflower habit because i noticed every time i really like habitually go through a couple good handfuls of sunflowers that i would get really sleepy and i would need a nap and i started doing oh, yeah. some research on it and there's uh natural like melatonin uh what are they i and it's high, high I fat. don't think that they might have like dark sunflower or... seeds
3: like black black <laughs> sunflower because <laughs> they're high, the highest uh, oil content is, is David's
5: sunflower seeds man you know they're the, the gray ones. ones yeah they're they're super like covered in yeah they're like cool gray.
1: ranch did oh, you ever get the ones with the handbag that and that could just be it's like a laundry detergent bucket yeah
5: no, dude. No, I never did go that deep. Just the giant bags. But I would get the the barbecue was my jam. I'd get barbecue with the pickles, pickle, to love pickle flavored thing. ones, or just Jim Bean all. barbecue ones were my my jam. <laughs> it just made me so sleepy for a while. So I, so there is there's a natural sedative. Well, there's a amino. It's an amino acid. That's what it is. I think it's amino acid, and it like I mean, it turns into melatonin, or it's similar to melatonin, or something like that. And it will uh, it'll knock well, you out. That's
1: trying to say he's sensitive to something. I'm
5: sensitive. Seeds. To that specific amino acid that comes off them bad boys. At least I was a couple years Yo, ago. So. Isn't there
0: also like lecithin in it? Uh, that's one of them too, but that's, I think,
5: uh, I would think yeah, that the amount of that's yeah, stuff, but that, might,
0: that might do other things,
5: Scobo, actually. Maybe the lecithin's uh, causing my cannabis to work more efficiently or something. Who knows, man? I mean, I hear you guys Uh-oh. grow the plants. Have you ever tried, you know, just roasting them yourself or whatever, Flavoring them? I have. Yeah, well, actually, so I'll eat them raw. Yeah, I like eating them raw because they're good. You know, it's they more have of great, a mush and less prickly. Yeah, well, well, I, I, will crack them. You know, for the most, because they're not salty. There's no That's reason. It's like a fucking macaw. Mush on them. I'll, I'll just He's crack a crazy them. He's you know? Put one, one of my mouth, crack it, eat the seed, and then flick out the the shells. You know, and it's those so those okay. are delicious too. You know, um, yeah, let them dry out, and then I like eating them raw though. It's good and fresh. I'll cook them. In there. And then same deal with our zucchinis, or not zucchini. What is uh, I
3: just had a picture what? flash in my That's head of with uh, his hands behind his <laughs> back and a big plate of seeds on the table and him just picking at oh. them. <laughs> oh yeah, there we
5: go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seeding in <laughs> the red We're just uh, put a bucket full. We'll go into a bucket. Bury your head in a bucket Wait, like a an ostrich. Now I'm orange.
1: just imagining you have the whole mouth full of seeds. once, <laughs> <laughs> like a chipmunk.
4: Yeah, so yeah how many Just you pack, you can pack it in, in there.
5: Really big. <laughs> That's a good question. I wonder how many sunflower seeds you could really pack in the, the mouth. Try. I mean, I bet you it's over no, two hundred. Over two hundred.
4: Two hundred. Yeah, I think you,
5: I think you
7: personally could do two hundred and eighty-seven. Oh, never mind. Three hundred
6: and twelve. Oh man. Three forty. Three forty. That's
7: easily three forty. Brad, you
1: got to do it now.
6: Oh no! Tomorrow night on the late sesh. Don't have any,
1: a giveaway for how many... Come by and, and
7: chew
4: the fat. Right. Right. Okay. This idea. <laughs> no,
5: no, we're not doing, that. No we're not doing
4: it. No, we're not doing it.
6: How many nuts can Red fit in his mouth? Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll be passed the out.
0: Passed out. Oh. Poor guy, they're going to make you choke. Oh, man. You're going to make the cinnamon the challenge. You know what you'll <laughs> do.
5: It sounds slightly dangerous, so I don't know. It yeah, sounds like a choking Do <laughs> like so <laughs> not try that at home.
4: <laughs> Bad.
5: Yeah, you're not supposed to use anything without a handle. Red. Yeah, nothing, nothing <laughs> doesn't dissolve.
6: Damn, that kombucha look chunky, Spartan.
3: It's not my favorite, but it's pretty good. Isn't it? It's just called Bloom. This is the special, the special edition for this. Whatever season. I like the GT. I like the GT ones. Elderflower, jasmine, and violet. I'll eat violets. I have them grown in my yard. I'll just pop those blooms off and eat them because the the nectar tastes like honey. It's fucking good, but uh it doesn't taste like violet to me at all. So I don't know. False advertising.
1: <laughs>
3: but
0: it's still pretty good. It's not terrible. It's
1: got the essence of a violet in there.
0: Maybe, maybe it's just the essence. But the overpowering sense of booch. It's
3: right now is by the season. I've got a lot of them just popping up in the yard.
0: Detroit River Ed says the world record is three hundred and fifty. Back, in <laughs> so you know we could break a fucking world record on the late sash. Everyone is just trying to push Red to fucking hurt himself. Red, you don't yeah, have. To know. Know. I'm, I'm reading
5: chat, so fortunately, I'm not. Uh, I'm not listening to the. <laughs> I just looked it up. It literally <laughs> is three hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, three hundred and fifty people don't uh, don't stuff face with sharp, you heard of three hundred seeds? This is a three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> uh, do stuff face maybe with like I, I three hundred cannabis seeds wouldn't hurt, right? I mean, that's gonna you swallow that down. You're not gonna joke crack about your that. fucking crown that way. <laughs> That'd be good for you. I don't know. You possibly? I got, I got like a I got a temp right? on. I got a temp crown on, and it's so weird. It's this little flat, weird you, tube. Your
0: jaw's got to readjust.
5: Uh, oh, it's, yeah. re- oh, it's slowly. <laughs> I'm starting to be able to. It's not for another couple weeks, but okay. I'm slowly starting to be able to chew on that side of the mouth, and and I keep chewing, and I'm like, no, don't do it because I'm gonna get food in there, and it's gonna like go in my. You know, yeah. It's gonna hurt, and That's like cool, so, shit, I there. like I avoid it, and I'm like, oh wait, I can chew there, wild, and then like I'll chew there, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's
2: cool, man, it's cool.
5: So, it is so nice. it's nice. It's
2: all going on in his head every time. He every takes time. Every bite. bite. It, <laughs> it is. Bite. <laughs>
5: and like uh the truth is like because i'm having them using the side of the mouth the bottom teeth have like you know gone like kind of fragile and shit like that so I, you they're those all too. getting used to it they're all getting used to it yeah yeah all right one of them because my, my dentist like all your teeth are fine but to me like they feel like they're loose and like all these other things you know what i mean but it's not it's just all i just haven't used them. it's just nerves it's all just uh, the nerves are unknown. But whatever, man. It's all in chewing fun. Eat your cannabis seeds. They're good for That's It's a nut. It's all in chewing oh, fun. Oh, oh, ha, ha, fatty oils, omegas. Good omegas. That's what I'm trying to get out Omegas. Though
3: yeah, The shell is hard. I mean, that's fucking hard to get around. That's... You got to
5: try to de-shell it. Yeah. yeah. If, if you can get them shelled. You, I, I don't yeah, know. What brand she found. Was she found like, yeah, is that what it was? Maybe they're called oh, hearts. It. Yeah, they were totally deshelled shelled or, or shelled. That's a shitty job
1: to deboned. have. Yeah, man. Could you imagine that little machine? got to be a machine that it's does gotta
5: that. It's
8: got to be some
1: machine. kind of machine.
8: Just like, like never no,
1: long and a shaker table of some sort.
5: Well, dude, yeah, it could run by like real, real, real tiny little gnomes with hammers. And like,
1: nah, think of the labor costs, man. A little coat nuts. Nanobots. Yeah. Saying
3: so the. Blue just, blue they had to change red if he did the uh, seeds in the mouth. He had to change them to what was it again? Chipmunk farms instead of chipmunk. <laughs> red, <laughs> chipmunk. I think that's you can pretty, do yeah.
1: 351, man. I think you I can do 351. 351. Are we talking cannabis seeds? the world record sunflower oh, seeds sunflower. in one mouth
0: of is... well, what about i, wonder, pumpkin? What about I wonder
3: if there's a specific pumpkin. sunflower seed you have to use it one if you can breed a really small seed and be directed i but think about... if
0: there is a record that's 350 that there's people that have tried to break that so it's not 351 yet so it must be substantial or somebody has like yeah, a big maybe... fucking seagull fucking head you know like the pelican has got <laughs> yeah. like a gullet and shit and what about pumpkin seeds have you shelled your pumpkin seeds
5: before have you ever tried pulling the shell off of that and eating the seed without it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, shell them all. Don't call me pumpkin. Or do you eat, eat the shells on your
8: pumpkin seeds? No, I don't like it. No. I like pepita shells. I fry them up them. with butter and Good. salt. And I eat I, them at I high. shell
1: them, but I like pumpkin seeds. You do like shell them, them. them sequence? You
5: take them off? Yeah. yeah.
2: Is what we had not shelled?
5: Oh uh, no! I just chow on those suckers. Usually I'll crisp them Crisp them up enough from on a baking them. sheet, you know. I used to get the ones in a bag, and then it wasn't long before I realized the thickness of the salt coating on, like, I don't know it's what like brand, Salt Lake, dude. Yeah, it was like a salt. I mean, the seed was like, you know, let's say a, a millimeter they're two millimeters thick. Now it's let's from say an eighth of an inch thick, right? There was three, the thing was three eighths of an inch thick. Now you know, your and and use, you're changing it. units. Dude, it was an eighth of an inch. Like fifty percent of the weight is, is salt.
0: Fifty percent
5: salt, dude. It was so much salt. Like the sodium content it was like fifteen hundred milligrams. in a Little bag of fucking seeds. Good god. Get a headache like a motherfucker may ever eat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder why I'm so anxious as a kid. You I'm know, so thirsty. <laughs> so thirsty. My lips my my, so yellow. My lips would be all cracked and shit. Cold That's why you sores. And thing. Cold sores and shit. Cold sores. really bad. No, I love making pumpkin seeds, though. Those are delicious. But I will. I'll crisp them up. And, or I'll eat them raw. I will eat them raw. But I'll sometimes dig them out, and they're delicious, like, raw and
1: shelled. Yeah. Like if it's them. growing in Red's backyard, he'll eat it.
2: Mm-hmm. They're really good. We just put them in the oven, bake them.
1: I was eating pumpkin flesh this last
5: year. It was really good. Like a fucking, fucking animal.
3: Flesh. It's a squash. I mean, shit. It's
1: yeah. so out. good. Pumpkin's
5: delicious. So yeah. good. Non- I mean I'm not like eating like a like not like a watermelon sized piece of pumpkin. I mean just like, you know, little
0: slices of it. It's just good. Red showed up to Dead and Company with a big bag of fucking watermelon.
4: Watermelon.
0: Got to bring watermelon to the Dead show, man.
5: Got to bring some watermelon. To that show was it? was it a little watermelon. It was a little guy. It was a little sweetie.
8: That's coming up again. Soon. Yeah, man.
5: Yeah. yeah man. June 29th. I got four tickets. I got my max. I got my maximum. So, Sculbo, if you want to come, I got a ticket. I'm for you. in. i else is trying to come? I got a ticket for you. I don't know, Sequence. If you're coming again, I got a ticket for you.
4: You get a ticket. You, you get, get a ticket. ticket. You get a, t-
5: <laughs> maybe, t- maybe, maybe get sure a ticket. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It's a wild, wild ride. Uh, this one is rumored to be their last tour whether or not that's, you know, Bobby's last tour or whatever, it may just be this right. annotation of the great tour which changes every decade, man. They they change, you know. Rad dog was a thing, like, you know. Um got a it, it's they've been around for almost a decade, dude. They've been like they, they got together in like 2015. It's been like 7 by the end of it, they will be 8 years running. That's almost a decade.
0: I just want to say thanks to everybody for hanging out tonight. We're coming up on the last two-minute warning here. It was awesome to have Miss Nudie come through and hang out with us and the information flying back and forth with for Girlie, the visit to Winewood, all the other good things. I hope everybody has had a good night. Come through tomorrow night at 11 p.m. for the late session. If you've enjoyed the last half hour of conversation, that's kind of what you'll get more of, except it's going to get feistier. So... Come through and have a good time. Yeah, we're going to talk about Spread the Spores tomorrow night. Thanks for uh,
1: celebrating our three-year anniversary for us. This this show was the uh, three-year anniversary show. Yes, sir. We didn't bring that up, but appreciate all you guys. Most everyone on the panel has been here the whole time, so thank you all of you guys, especially for – and everyone else for dedicating their time to the show. We've been doing this thing. Happy three years. Holy shit.
0: Hit the music.